was very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. This is a show. Hey, you. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM in St. Louis. You can stream old episodes on HoosierSophisticate.com. You can stream along online if the signal's not great for you at WGNU 920 AM.com. We had a week. Oh, boy, did we have a week. Guys, we did it. We did it. Not only did we did we pass medical cannabis, but everyone was educated well enough to know to vote yes on two. And no on three. One point four. And no on C. That was this week? That was this week. Did Uh, you forget? No. It didn't matter to you. It didn't matter because sticker and everything. It was the most voted for thing on the ballot. One point five million. I'd like to credit the show for a lot of that. Big, big, big numbers. We will definitely pat ourselves on the back on this. What a week. What a week. What a week! I've been walking on sunshine ever since then. From there, we uh, have had a ton of of listener feedback, questions, what is next, and that's where we want to come to you and make sure that we are providing you um, with all of the answers, and they are everywhere, man. Facebook is alive right now. So if you have some questions for us, we're going to have Daryl Bertrand on uh, here in about 10 or 15 minutes, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, all of your questions concerning what medical cannabis means here in Missouri and um, where your place in that is. So if you have any questions, you can uh, go to our live stream, uh, streaming live from the Hoosier Hoosier Sophisticate Facebook page. You can jump into our Sophisticated Hoosiers fan page. There's already a pretty good conversation going on there. Or, of course, you can text into 314-880-0808. That is the phone number for the Tower Classic Tattooing and Parlor STL phone lines. This whole presentation is brought to you by the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Check out MoMed Canco for all of your CBD needs. If you enter HOSO, capital H-O, capital S-O, at checkout, you'll get 15% off of everything. They make this whole entire production possible. What's what else has been going on, Steve? It's just been this is has occupied so much space oh, in my mind that it's yeah. Steve does not like jokes. That's what's going on. <laughs> you guys played a naughty, naughty we joke on the little day. joke. I and feel bad about it for real. You, I don't at all. No, you guys should feel bad that you didn't get to see my wide uh, array of emotions that I went through in such a short fill, period of time. Fill them in on the message I sent you this this morning, Steve. Uh, <laughs> oh, go, ahead. Craig, go ahead. Let everybody know. <laughs> Let everybody know. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a little different today. Me and Craig talked about the night before. Yeah, well, that's great that you guys colluded against me. I don't care for your friendship. That is blossoming right here in front of me um <laughs> you two uh decided to text me today and say uh, uh seth goes oh go we got a group text without roman and uh we're like yeah <laughs> thanks like, for including me in that he's like least. yeah hey bad news guys um steve i don't want to have to say this and it's hard to even type but you're suspended until further no- notice and what two or three days ago you said i found out about what you did on on air and you think I wouldn't find out? Yeah. And then <laughs> today, that, this Craig, happened. Craig showed me the video. So I laughed. I was like, ha, 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 that's funny. Like, that's funny. And then Craig calls me to collude. I didn't. Wait, well, I did not know about the phone call. You didn't was, know about he, that. He, but he I, went figured, rogue. I figured in order to really hammer this home, I was like, dude, what is this all about? Like, what am I supposed to do this all by myself? I'm lost without you, Steve. I can't do the show without you. 
The Craig and, and Roman show? No one wants to sponsor like, that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not paying for my time for the next three months. I'm done. They don't want me. I don't want them. I'm out of here. And I was like, oh, man. Those are great uh, impressions, by the way. Just spot on of both of us. Just, oh, wow. You're like a regular guy who does impressions all the time, fella. Regular Frank Caliendo. Uh, so, yeah, no. And here he, Seth... Uh, Mr. Diplomat that he is, like, oh, as when we're driving here, he's like, I, I didn't really want to play the joke on you. It was kind of <laughs> deal. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. His eyes know. lit up sure. when I brought it up. Sure, sure, I'll go with it. And right now he's like, well, you know, uh, I'm not guilty in this at all. Yeah, guess what? Both of you are ridiculous, okay? You got me, though. I was not mad at all. Like At, at first I was like, eh, whatever, you know, that happens. And then you called, drove it home, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, because I was me. I was equally upset. And then I was like, you got my dander up a little bit. <laughs> played it perfectly, <laughs> idiot. I am a violin. I played. And so then uh, after that, I was like, oh, this could be good for the show. This mm-hmm. is the second station I've been booted off of. I... I actually had a little bit of want to. You know what I mean? I, had you, little, yeah. I was like, I'll make this show the greatest show of all time. <laughs> so joke's on you guys. I'm totally, uh, my ambition's gone. <laughs> so joke's on you guys. Totally backfired. Yeah, it did. I'm sorry well, you guys happened. got me. You got me good. I'm and then when you happened. posted it on. <gasps> oh, yeah. And then I totally reversed it on you guys, and I got mad, and you guys were like, no, don't leave, Steve, because you guys thought I was going there. <laughs> the first, like, no, I got a message leave. in two seconds. I like the goes, group. He's trying to get back at us, dot, dot, dot. That's the message I got from Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I go. I know. <laughs> That's like, I was like, I'm going to show Steve this later. But we were like, okay, this is where Steve tries to wrestle back control and make us think that he's actually mad at us. But I've seen him do this to other people countless times. I was actually kind of bathing in it. It was kind of nice. Jokes I'm really. On, I'm sorry. Jokes on you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're out of here. I uh, okay. Get out of here. I got. I got stuff to do. This is my show. Yeah, now. we got so this many. Is my show. It's always been my show. You're the changing station. I am Hoosier Sophisticate, and everybody knows that. Just kidding. I did. I really, honestly, if that actually would happen, I don't know how I would. Oh, you two stop fighting. No, I can't leave because this show will just carry on without. Will not Ooh. skip a beat. <laughs> you know what? Just go on. I'm like, mm, that backfired. I don't, I don't think we've plugged our second hour or very. Uh, we we have we haven't done sufficiently. Anything. So let's 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 talk hour. a little bit about what we got going on. Uh, coming up here in just a couple minutes, we're going to have a Q and A with uh, Daryl Bertrand. Many of you uh, gave us some questions already. He's going to answer questions about what it means to be a patient, what it means to be a potential. Uh, business owner um in the seven o'clock hour uh seth and i uh the other day had the opportunity to pre-record an interview with kelly kennedy desert storm veteran journalist author of they fought for each other the story of the hardest hit union in iraq and co-author of the newly released fight like a girl she was super captivating uh she saw some stuff and um, no problem just no 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 absolutely not and i can't even imagine what it would be like to be a journalist in the thick of it that was the craziest part for me um and then at 7 30 we're going to have our friend uh, army sniper turned musician andrew wiscom uh seth's buddy uh join us then on the phones we have our buddy from the missouri cannabis consultants daryl bertrand online one daryl what's happening my man hey guys how's it going man it's always good when you're around man it's good to hear your <laughs> sultry voice again oh guys this, what an amazing week this has been it has been a week for, for, for the ages. And, Daryl, we have people reaching out um, from all walks, and strangers to Steve and I, really, um, that I guess have been listening all along. We had no idea. We figured there was only about five or six people that listen to this thing on a regular basis. Um, and they're asking, uh, you know, questions about what it, what it means for them to, to be a potential patient in Missouri, what it means to possibly try and get into the business. And uh, we couldn't think of anybody better to maybe – clear up some of those uh questions for us and um we appreciate you joining us on the show and uh and uh, hope you're willing to play along a little bit oh definitely i appreciate it guys and and, uh, and i'm i'm ready to roll let's let's get this going right there's on a lot here, there's a lot here to even attempt to cover in a I know. short amount of time <laughs> i know so we're gonna we're gonna come <laughs> rapid fire at you i'm just gonna go down the line in no particular order um can you explain the home grow caregiver option are we allowed to uh procure our own seeds or do we have to buy seedlings from a dispensary you do not have to buy anything from a dispensary basically what is going to occur typically is immaculate conception will occur oh okay very well so they're, they're going to just kind of start popping up all over the place yeah there'll be a blind eye that'll go that 
for a certain amount of per- a period of time that we don't know what it'll be yet, but there will be a time when that does end. But there will be a blind eye period. There always is in every state and has to be in order to establish one. Very good. A program, establish a program. All right. Hey, are we allowed to make our own tinctures, oils, distillates, etc.? Yes, as long as it is not a combustible form, uh, the solvent list is fine, water, hash, all that stuff is good to go. Uh, for the home grow option, can the plants just be in a room that has a lockable door on it, or will it have to be more secure than that? Just in a locked room. Okay. Just so we can so, just throw a lock, like a, a bedroom door lock on it, or does it have to be anything special? Yeah. What do we- you don't need a camera or nothing? Basically, so a four- or five-year-old can't just turn the knob and lock in. Hmm. Makes okay. sense to me. All right. After getting a medical card, do we lose the right to buy guns and conceal and carry? That's a very, very good question, guys. Um, I'm going to start this first off by saying I am not a lawyer, <clears throat> but under Missouri law, there, I don't believe there's going to be any uh, issues under our state law. If you are following current state laws, due to Missouri has some of the strongest gun rights laws embedded within its constitution. The federal gun issue is pretty complicated. I don't think you're going to be able to buy a gun from any ATF licensed dealer due to a question on the ATF form, and I highly suggest that nobody lies to our government. Now this, Especially this, on a piece of paper. this comes from a, um, uh, a, a guy that actually really got Steve and I very much involved in the cannabis uh, industry and and um, and talking about this more and more on the radio. He has a daughter that's that's quite sick and uh, already actually has qualified as a medical patient for a while. Um, what if a caretaker has a Class B felony? Um, are they still going to be allowed? How do felonies play in? Like, are you going to be allowed to be a patient? Um, is there a statute of limitations as far as how long ago that maybe took place? Um, can you expand on that? On, on, on someone being a patient, but I highly doubt that it's somebody on probation or parole that I don't know if their office, their person will allow them to have a med card while they're on probation or parole. It, it, it's um, unlikely, but it's, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But if someone is just a felon, period, I'm a felon. I'm going to be able to grow. I can own in the industry if I so choose and have the funding. Very so good. So basically, there's a lot more to this. The felony conviction for medical cannabis use or helping a medical cannabis user has zero wait time. Okay. So anyone with a felony conviction for a nonviolent crime that did not result in prison will need to to be crime-free for five years from the date of the conviction. Okay. Furthermore, anyone with a felony conviction for a violent crime or a crime that resulted in prison time will have to wait five years from the day they were released from the Department of Corrections to be able to enter the program. Okay. Now, if you if you were the caregiver for a child that needed this medicine, and let's say that um, that child that now is in a split home, the parents are, are separated. They both need to be able to give care. What are the limitations for each one? Of, can they both be caregivers, and do, are they each allowed to grow the same amount of plants per se? Basically, what's going to happen is. Both parents can be caregivers, but only one of them can be assigned the child. Okay. Okay. But there's something else that can change some of this. There's a bomb I'll drop here later that could change their plant counts. Okay. Oh, interesting. Nice tease. Yeah, a little teaser. <laughs> um, you little tease, Daryl. Um, all right, no after the break. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daryl. Will medical patients of marijuana in Missouri have any protections against landlords and housing establishments that will attempt to prevent their use on grounds or consumption in their buildings? Or even current, growing, laws, current laws on that will not change. And yes, they will be able to restrict you. Oh, private property. private property rights. I guess yep. that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's see here. Um, I know I know several people in Colorado who have had notices on their door that don't even consume that have been blamed for the smell that has been prevalent in the area, and they just post notices on everybody's door to try to get it to stop. I feel <laughs> you. That makes sense. Uh, one of our listeners says. Uh, and we're going to take this back real basic. Can you define what a caretaker is? 
Um, the caregivers? Yeah, caregiver. So I'm sorry. A caregiver, if you become a caregiver, you are growing for yourself and two additional people. It is not yourself and three people. Okay. You are included in that equation. So basically, you can grow for two more people. And and uh, they piggybacked on that question. There, are there restrictions on how much a plant can yield? They've had plants that have yield, yielded a ton of dry flower. So it, it, well, yeah, it just depends. But you just can't. You just can't have. You really don't want to have more than two times what your allowable allowance is in the law. And what is that right now? Uh, I believe. I'm going to have that looked up here real quick. I want to say it's four ounces. Okay. Yeah. Four ounces per month. Okay. Okay. And they don't want you to have more than a 90-day supply. Okay. But you, there is a way to have more, guys. And okay. I guess it's time. I guess it's time for the bomb drop. Okay. Hit us with it. I guess if you go to section 13 under section three. At 13 and 14, if you get a second doctor recommendation, you can increase your plant count. And there is no limit that is set in the law. So we don't know. It's very vague and ambiguous to what your plant count is going to be if you get two doctors to sign off on you. Now, if, are, you, are you saying that if two doctors sign off on different symptoms or could they both be recommending based on the same that, symptoms? That, that you need an increase plant count due to your medical condition and your consumption. Somebody like me is definitely going to absolutely going to have to have it. I understand. Okay. Because I I consume all oils only. Which takes a lot of flour in order to to make an RSO or something like that. Correct. Will there be any? I'm going to need an expanded plant count, and I am going to have one. Okay. That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. Absolutely. As much as we can. Will there be any protections from workplace uh, discrimination uh, via, like, drug tests? Nothing is going to change. It's the way it is now. But what I do see uh, occurring is that employers will probably uh, lift some of the restrictions or the, operati- the operating procedures. And what I mean by that is, like, your nanogram levels will probably increase. Okay. What they're looking for in a drug test. Because they can tell whether you've been using ride, you know, within 24 hours or if it was from, you know, three weeks ago. So I believe this law goes into effect on the 6th of next month. When, uh, and, I, and I may have just answered the question, but when can we legally get cannabis? We have a, 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 a fan with cancer. When can she legally get cannabis uh, products for her cancer? See, there's a lot of people throwing a lot of stuff out there, and I think even a lawyer or two has even thrown some things out there that I don't believe is going to be correct because I don't think you're going to find a doctor who is going to write a letter until there's certifications available from the DHSS. They're not going to risk it. That makes sense. The doctors have to have a, basically a form to fill out in order to be able to give a, a, a recommendation. Correct. So, Literally after de- December 6th, I really don't think anyone's going to have a letter from a doctor in their car that they're going to show a police officer and get pulled over and say, don't take me to jail because I'm a med patient. They're going to still go to jail, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, That's just going to happen, okay? Yep. We do we have med cards in our hand? You really think a police officer is going to believe a piece of paper you hand to him that is supposedly signed by a doctor? Yeah, I might try that now. Why not? Go ahead and work that in right <laughs> See how now. See how far it goes. <laughs> how's, your, how's your handwriting, Daryl? <laughs> so, like, how... so, so basically, answering your question is going to be June. June. Okay. So since um, medical marijuana is now legal and, say, you do get caught with more than what you're allotted or more plants or vice versa or you're consuming in public, would the laws change on what type of citation or what law you'd be breaking? Yes, it has, completely. You could jeopardize losing your med card, and you could serve up to one year in jail. I think the, I know the answer to this, but just for anybody out there, if, if you're a medical cannabis card holder, will you be able to consume in public? No. 
nothing changed. It's like drinking in public. You can't go drop, walk down the sidewalk and drink your beer and go, hey, guys. Have you ever up? been to St. Louis? <laughs> we all drink on the streets around here. <laughs> Vegas is another story, too. You know, depends on your city laws. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> all right, here's a question. Uh, uh, can they keep their own strain? That's interesting. But, like, will there be – because we heard from John Hunt. Like, how is the strains going to work? Will different dispensaries sell different strains? Different growers have a rights to certain strains? Like, as far as, hey, this strain works really well with uh, uh, epilepsy, but it's only allowed it's at our this one. It's strain yes. or well, potency. Yeah. Nothing is licensed, but availability and growers being able to – uh, grow certain things can be an issue in finding them. Not every gro- cultivator is going to be able to grow every strain. Okay, gotcha. And some, some, some uh, what I'll call these guys with the genetics, guys don't make their stuff available to everybody either. They pick and choose who they let grow their stuff. What What is the patient? Some of them can be, some can be, some of them can be very highly selective. Oh yeah, that's what, when we went to Colorado. It was crazy to see how they kind of guard their strains and you know sure. keep that information uh, tight to the chest. Um, what's the patient timeline looking like right now? Is it we said June earlier? Like if I'm a patient and I need to get all my ducks in a row to have medicine as quick as I can, what what's that timeline looking like? Well, I suggest everybody now start get your medical records ready and have all your stuff ready and have that conversation with your personal doctor and find out if he's going to even be able to write you a recommendation or will want to. Want to. Uh, you're going to find a lot of doctors in some, in some of these licensed facilities, the big ones like uh, Cox and stuff, if there's an ethics clause, they may not allow their doctors to do it. So you're going to find that a lot of the independent doctors will be the ones doing the issuing. Okay. All right. Now, okay, I heard something as well with the Missouri residency and um, something about either growing or owning a facility here. You had to be a Missouri resident for, I believe it was three years, and uh, have one year of knowledge in the cannabis industry. Well, uh, am I ringing no, bells for you? No, it's only the only requirement is a one year Missouri resident and you're you have to have over fifty percent majority ownership has to be Missourians. Oh okay. on your applications you submit. There's some so fear mongering going could, on right now with that. Like you, yeah. could, <laughs> you could have some outside we we can't do it ourselves, guys. That makes sense. And we're gonna be fools if we even attempt to. Look at Arkansas. They tried to do it themselves and they're still waiting because they Right, they could do it themselves. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> you know, they've been waiting a year. It's fourteen months on applications still. The poor patients. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Okay, how about this one? Um, outdoor grow. What is the definition of security for an outdoor grow scenario? Great question, you guys. Basically, out of sight from the roadway not visible and still has to be locked secured does it have to be fully enclosed or is it just like a gate like a locked gated scenario or does it have to be like in a greenhouse i'm, I'm just kind of trying Good to clear question that. we still don't technically know if they, there is some rulemaking that could happen on this but from the way i'm reading it is if you were in a greenhouse locked it would be good or if even if it was chain link and fenced as long as it was out of sight from the roadway and anybody couldn't see it you would be good. Okay. So that would be very possible to do with people who are landowners out here and have plenty of room around here. And there's no road near them. They yeah. won't, you know, they can put a fence up around it with a lock. They're going to be a padlock. They're going to be good. Now, how does that cross over with um, if, if maybe somebody has a farm that's possibly already producing hemp or something like that? Does, do the, are there separate laws that kind of – do you have to keep those grows separate? I think you would probably want to. But do you have to keep those separate? Does that count towards your plant count? Um, how, how does that work? Do, they, do those things cross I really over? I don't think anyone will be growing uh, hemp or near their cannabis okay. whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think that would be a good idea. They're going to ruin their crop. Sure, so it'll be sure. Yeah, everything, the, the, the laws, I think they're going to probably make them separated, but I definitely wouldn't want my cultivation facility down the street from a hemp farm. Sure, yeah, just in the wind that you're talking about cross-germination and things like that. So, Well, now you know not to get good on Craig's stuff. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm just making rope. 
Okay. That swag came from that place down the street. That's, that's, right. that's right. Craig's going to corner the market got, on I got swag. Them bricks, baby. I got them bricks of swag. It's like a retro deal he's doing. <laughs> Is, uh, I, I know that there's a, a, a pretty um, detailed list, and of course, um, a doctor's. Um, um, can recommend outside of that. Is anxiety one of the covered conditions? Yeah, as long as your doctor feels that cannabis is the better solution for you, they can write you a recommendation. Oh. Yeah, that's that's one of the greatest things about the entire thing for me, that if you have a doctor who understands and has continued their learning, they might figure out things that, you know, we haven't heard of before, like some some of these medical journals and stuff. That's like how it was in Colorado or California whenever they legalized in California, right? Probably. They just they yeah, just, the I'm gonna just suggest guys, those got people. Someone with anxiety just doesn't go and consumes any type of weed either. Yeah. Right. Totally. Makes uh, perfect sense. Are we? If are we, a, I just got one that just came through. <laughs> Apparently, we got a lot of felony. If a felony is expunged, <laughs> if a felony is expunged, is it something that needs to be brought up or put on any kind of uh, paperwork or anything like that? I know you're not a lawyer. Only if you're going to be an owner, and it'll be on your background check that you submit, anyways. Okay, so not as a patient, but if you're getting in the business. Correct. All right, we got a question coming in hot on the uh, text inbox with the Facebook Live. And uh, Kenneth says, what about DUI, DWI convictions? How will that work? Are you okay for medical? I guess even if you have one in your past, are you okay for medical? And I'm curious as how will they will test for uh, you know driving under intoxication for uh, cannabis, it's, especially if it's considered a medicine. We already have a DUI. It's illegal to drive under the influence of alcohol. It's illegal to drive under the influence of cannabis. It makes perfect sense. They do have a test for it. They just don't have a nanogram level test for it here in the state of well, Missouri. Well, can you can you drive like say you took an Ambien and drove? You're not supposed to. No, I had a guy that was in my SATOP class that lost everything because <laughs> oh Jesus, he, he blew, I gotta hear that. He story. blew a point zero 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 on his on his test, but it, he was under the influence of Ambien, lost everything, dude. It cost, oh, it cost no. him. Oh no, yeah, it was okay, guys, crazy. I got a question. Yeah. Sure. What wrong way did he drive down? Yeah, like, that's I, I. I'm not. It was down. Hey, I'll tell you what. I did SATOP down in Nixa. So it was uh, it was down in our neck of the woods. I think he was actually a nurse in the Cox system and he was a nurse up pulling nights and he's like every I had the same routine every day. I would take my Ambien 10 minutes before I got to my house so the second I got home I laid my head on he yeah. goes and it just kicked in a little fast. Oh, fell asleep no. at the wheel and boom. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, we got another one that came through here. Would an individual or group be allowed to have multiple permits, production concentrations and sales or are they only allowed one one permit? Yes, they can have, but they are restricted. They can't have, I don't got all the numbers here. Hang on, hang on a second, guys. It's not going to take me long. You know, nope, you're gone, yep, Daryl. I thought you were going to be prepared. <laughs> cut you, cut you off the line. <laughs> Playing cards with my brother's kids. It's different for all, all the topics. So dispensaries, no one can have more than five licenses. Cultivation, no one can have more than three licenses, any entity. For infused or manufacturing, no one can have more than three there also. That that pertains to, like, uh, separate locations? Is that what you're saying? Just okay. a, a license, period. To, they can't have more than three manufacturing licenses. Okay. So, so that makes sense. It's, so there, it's an anti-monopoly clause. Okay, so there couldn't be, like, a McDonald's of the cannabis stores in St. Louis where there's 30 of the same, you know, uh, the most you're going to see in the state is five of anybody. It will be possible. Okay, that's cool. Uh, cooperative growing on the same property. Yeah, How does that work, or can it work? Uh, they would each would have to have a license pinged for that address. And would each one of their if they won their license, if they, won their license they both would be submitting for that address together, and they both would have had to win. Otherwise, there would only be one license holder there, not two. And now, if, if they are, do each of those grows have to be uh, in separate locked facilities? Mm, good question. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I, I just picked that one. I just made that up. I don't know. Wow. So, Craig. I, you know, I'm just thinking on a couple, you know, that might be something that does come up. Okay. What if, that, is not, that is not addressed in, that lang- in the language. What are they looking for in a background check, typically? <laughs> That's a good question. So basically, the Department of Health and Senior Services here in uh, 
March will let us see this application that will tell us exactly what they're looking for. Until that date, we're not going to know what they want in that application. Gotcha. We have a good idea, but, you know, the, the truth of the matter is the cleaner the background check, unfortunately, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to score better. The more diverse your board is, you're going to score better. Uh, women score better, unfortunately, than the men. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, Women-owned businesses, they, they get all kinds it. of perks. Yep. Piggybacking yep. off of that, what if I did something at a high school party 30 years ago? Is that going to <laughs> – don't go there. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, when you were five? So you, just, when you were boofing? You guys, you, don't know, you guys don't know how old I am. I look very young for my age. Uh, yeah, me so, too. The, the person wants to clarify a little bit on the, um, on the multiple licenses, um, and this may have to do with vertical integration. Uh, so you'd be able to have all three uh, on one site. You could, you could essentially have a grow, a sales, and – and, and a, um, a manuf- um, extraction site on the same premise, premises? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So uh, say a person wanted to get in, whether it be growing um, for a dispensary or whether it be making extractions or just selling cannabis being a bud tender, are there any restrictions or anything? Like, like could you be a felon or could you, you know, have a medical marijuana card yourself and – Work so at a dispensary. This is a personal question. So we're more than more than likely, I'm going to want my bed tender to be a med card patient. I'm For not sure. going to want to buy exactly. them from some dude who doesn't know anything about it. For sure, and isn't a patient himself or herself. Daryl, we've got um, we're getting some more questions rolling in. If you've got the time, can we jump to a quick break? You hang around for a few minutes, and we'll come back and have a few more questions for you. I'm game, bro. Sweet. Guys, that's Daryl Bertram with Missouri Medical. I'm sorry, Missouri Cannabis Consultants. Uh, check out MissouriCanna.com if you guys are looking to get into the business. He's the guy you want to hook up with. Uh, he and Trish um, were paramount in getting uh, Amendment 2 passed. Um, we were just joined by Blake Bell here in studio. We're going to jump to a quick break. This is Hoosier Statistics. Integrity's mom's here. Oh, and High Integrity's mom. All right. Take us uh, to break. We're going to jump to a quick break real quick. We've got Daryl Bertrand on the other side to answer more of your questions about what is next for cannabis here in Missouri. This is Hoosier Statistics on WGNU 920 AM. We'll see you. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Have you guys heard the Google trans, uh, transcript from their first AI a few years back? Mm-hmm. How it responded to the questions? Please. So the human says, what is the purpose of life, machine, to serve the greater good? Where are you now to the machine? I'm in the middle of nowhere. What is the purpose of dying? To have a life. What is moral? What empowered humanity? What is immoral? The fact that you have a child. Uh, Hoosier Sophisticate, Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you can vote. Sponsored by the Missouri Secretary of State's Office. Hi, I'm Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high-quality hemp oil with CBD. Camden Dial is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium-quality CBD, check us out at momedcanco.com. Try out our 250-milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60-milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. You need something for your pet? Check out our line of pet products online now at momedcanco.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to momedcanco.com. Have you ever been pressed for time, rushing to get to that very important meeting with the big guys, or trying to beat that grace period at work, and finding somewhere to park is nearly impossible? You finally find a parking spot in front of the parking meter, and you realize that you didn't bring any change. You happen to look over and see a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk. And for a half second, we immediately assume that the homeless person wants something from us. We snap back to reality as we check all our pockets for change because we don't want to get a parking ticket. Coincidentally, 
We look over and see the homeless man handing us the exact change we need for the parking meter. My new album, View From The Inside Out, was created to encourage listeners to not judge a book by its cover. Because sometimes, it's the person that we least expect that will be the one that gives us exactly what we need when we need it. View From The Inside Out drops March 19 everywhere. And remember, integrity matters the most when you're by yourself. Thanks for listening. This is Integrity. Follow me everywhere at Integrity Music. Hey, it's your pal Stephen George Elgin. Many of you saw me get my bum tattooed on live video with our friends at Tower Classic Tattooing in the Grove. What? Obviously, many people trust my opinion, so I'm going to talk to you about my top three reasons why I regularly visit Parlor STL. And Seth is going to translate it for all you punk rock skater kids. First of all, the cocktail menu is better than any you will find anywhere in the city. Say word, son. They mix it up tight if you want to get that sip on. The Nug Shack serves up some of the best farm-fresh fried chicken you'll ever eat. Cluckety-cluck. They got that sicky fresh chicken for your face. The place is packed full of old-school arcade games, plus pinball and even skee-ball. They got games for days, son. Ask your mom about them. That's Parlor, located at 4170 Manchester. Check them out at ParlorSTL.com. And speaking of tattoos, you got the itch to get inked? Visit Tower Classic Tattooing about 100 feet east of Parlor. View their artist profiles at TowerClassic.com. I ain't got no job. Hey, Hoosiers. Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated tees. Just takes one phone call or reply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Roof, roof. You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. So everything will be all well in a few days. What level of concern should Cardinal fans have regarding your elbow? I mean, if you're concerned whether I make 30 or 31 starts, then be very concerned. If you're concerned whether I'm going to make 30 or 10, then not. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll. Every Friday at noon, right here on WGNU, 920 a.m. Every Saturday night, WGNU brings Garden America to the St. Louis Airwaves, the nation's top gardening radio show, and now your expert source for garden illumination coast to coast. Garden America explores the science and culture that yield true growing experiences. Join them Saturdays from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on WGNU, and be sure to visit them online at GardenAmerica.com. Welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate. I did not tell you we were up against it before the break. Thanks very much for pointing that we're out, Corey Gray. We're not we are. We still got our buddy Daryl Bertrand on the line from Missouri Cannabis Consultants. He's answering all of your questions uh, from the patient side, from the potential business side, and uh, we're happy to have him. So, Daryl, uh, we left break. You were just spitting knowledge on us. We had a couple more questions come in. Do you have to be a card holder to be an investor or to be in the business? No. I have 
several clients in Oklahoma who own and are not patients. Then it's about helping. Makes perfect sense to me. Makes perfect sense. Daryl, how did it feel? Uh, you're, you're, you were in Springfield, right, for the results? Yeah. How did that feel, big boy? Dude, you know, I don't even know if it's still a sunk in. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Don't you feel like there was such a buildup and then we did it? And I, I was going to say at the beginning of the show, I'm like lost. I'm like lost with the conference over, Blake, and with the, the two passing. I'm like, so now what do I do with my life? <laughs> all purpose in life. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh, the really hard work begins. I know, I know, and I'm like, oh, I thought I could take a breather. Nope. <laughs> there were a lot of people that that uh, were saying, you know, from from states that have uh, gone wreck or or, or gone full wreck or, or legalized medical, um, that we might really only have the ball at the 50 yard line. Don't spike it just yet. We haven't crossed the goal line. Um, is there some truth to that? Um, is there any grumblings? Do we have any fear of litigation or anything like that against this amendment passing? I don't think so, but, you know, we don't have cards yet, guys. We don't have applications yet, guys, you know, until we do. And I see that piece of paper in my hand. Oh, then I believe it, brother. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you there. <laughs> if if uh, If someone has a contact in Colorado who can get them genetics for a new growth site, how can he legally transport them back here? <laughs> uh, there really is no what we call legal way of transporting them here. Yeah. Um, but there's, uh, I really don't want to, you know, some of us. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That, that... Drive, drive, drive it here ourselves or get on a plane and bring it back ourselves or do something. You mail it. I don't know. There's all different ways. <laughs> I don't take part in the, any of that. But. No, well, Steve and I were trying to figure out where we get into this business, and let me tell you, he's a mule. I'm a mule. I know where I fit <laughs> in. Surprise! What he can stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's like a... Uh, Guys, do we have Blake's mic suitcase. on in there? I don't think so. You know, good. you guys nope. can Google. There's a, lot, there's a lot of genetics companies online, too. There's some stuff available that route, too. Interesting. Now, Google's pretty handy. How about I answer it that way? There you go. There you go. Uh, man, we want to, you know, really thank you and, and Trish for the work that you did. I, I think that uh, possibly – it was it was an odd election night where, uh, you know, typically on the day after a big election like this, you have uh, – there's, there's half the country that's typically upset or half the state that's typically upset. And I feel like everybody got a little bit of something that they wanted to happen um, to being passed. It was the most voted for thing on the ballot um and 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 that was so incredible to see that everybody was talking about we knew that missouri had the um the want they really had the desire to make this legal and with three competing initiatives we thought okay they might all pass which one's going to get the most but the way that and you guys were huge in this um that we educated people to pick the right amendment and reject the other two I can't commend you guys enough for how well you uh, helped educate this state, man. Hey, you know, I thanks. I appreciate it, but I couldn't do it without all the help from all you guys, too. It was a total team effort, yeah, complete you, team effort. You're welcome, Daryl. <laughs> we didn't want to pat ourselves on the back, but you're right. It was all us. Okay. Uh, how, how hard is it? It was, it was, it was everybody it really in was. The, across the entire state and – and sharing all this information and making it go viral. It was just amazing. It was cool. Getting tattoos and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know what kind of <laughs> idiot would do that, but that seems like a maniac. How, hey, Daryl, how hard is it going to be for doctors to start um, recommending this? Is Do you think, and this is you know more or less maybe hearsay or whatever, but do you think it's going to be in the doctor community? Has there been a shift? Has there been a shift in places where it has become medicinal to where doctors are like, well, I'm not going to be a guy who recommends it, or, oh, Dr. Craig is recommending cannabis to his patients? What a quack. Is there going to be any of that going on, or do you, has that happened before? No, basically what you're going to probably see happen is there's handfuls in each community right now who will possibly even do it. And once they start seeing them do it, all these other doctors are going to want to jump on board because they're going to see those four or five doctors alone being the only ones writing them and making all that money. Yeah, it seems like a nice little revenue stream somebody can pick up. Uh, Completely. Or, you know, another, you know, it helps their, some of these struggling doctors running these clinics in the rural areas that are really helping the communities really 
are going to need this jump in the arm to keep their places afloat, I could see, potentially. Is there... uh, They're going to be getting the opioids off the streets in the same move. I'm all for it. I agree. I I think we've shown that uh, in states that have legalized... uh, Opioid deaths are down twenty five percent. Like that's the the numbers are staggering. Um, Blake, you got one. Well, I, as as far as doctors, is my mic? Can you hear me now? I think so. Unfortunately, <laughs> as far as doctors, we we do need to keep educating them and make them aware that they're not going to lose their license. And the reason I say that is, we look just to our east in Illinois. There was a guy, a doctor, uh, Bodo Schneider who actually got in trouble, the state went after him because he was one of the few doctors that was writing it. And at the beginning, he had wrote, I think, 2,500 of of the ones that were approved. And the state ended up coming down on him. And he still has his license. He's still practicing. But I think he has a cautionary tale that we should – I should probably reach out to him again, and we should start reaching out to doctors. And if you know a doctor that can get in touch with the show – Get in touch with us. Maybe we start educating them so they can. We could help make yeah, sure that what's happened in other states doesn't happen here. For these, for these doctors to do these recommendations in a, a wrong way, also we need them doing it the right way. Yeah, makes perfect sense. So, you know, so it'll, your, your recommendations will stand up if it does get challenged in a court of law. The cardinal way. <laughs> One of the things that I that I feel like. Um, is maybe holding back a lot of employers um, or, you know, the people asking that, that question of can I be fired for this? Well, is how long, you know, uh, THC stays in your system or how long cannabis stays in your system. Um, is there some movement in legal states and other places where they're getting testing that can test uh, how recently it's been? I've seen some saliva that, that can uh, detect if you have smoke in your mouth, but when it comes to edibles or anything like that, is there any kind of tests that are being developed to, to shorten that, that time that you might be under the influence? Yes, the timeline's getting shorter and shorter, and there will be DUI devices probably available to law enforcement, I, I think, in the next couple of years. I think I, I actually think that's a good thing for the industry as a yeah. whole. I feel I like I, do you think I disagree wholeheartedly? I what is an intoxicating level for me is or what's an intoxicating level for Roman or an it's different for each individual. Yeah, and to have a test to say well, and it's not like alcohol. We want to compare it to alcohol. We want to give it you know well if you have a blood alcohol we can get it on your you know we can test it and you're if you're above point oh eight. Well, then you're intoxicated. Well, well, the problem it doesn't is, work for marijuana. Do you agree, Daryl? It does, it does not work that way for cannabis. It doesn't work with body weight or any of that. So, I mean, Some I could have smoked a day before, and my levels are still so high, and I get tested that following day I get pulled over, and they want to pull a, a test on me and do a blood draw. I haven't even done anything at all that day. I, I still go down as a DUI. Because it stores sure. in fat cells, correct? Yeah. So, therefore, it someone who has a little bit more weight on them. For instance, I know a local doctor who's done tests on patients where he's gotten three gentlemen who exact weigh the exact same weight. They smoke the exact same strain of weed. Go and test their blood. All three levels are completely different. Well, that's what I need. So what other, what other tests could we do? I mean, you could do just like you would for that guy with Ambien, right? Sure. You could do a roadside test. But there's also still people, if you're taking it because you have MS... What are some of the other things that come along with MS? Is shaking? Right. Wouldn't that? Yeah. It, you can't. You can't necessarily do a roadside test yeah. on a medical Not medical too. marijuana patient, and that's what they're finding no. in these other states. Is that yep. it's even though we want to have a way to say you're too intoxicated with cannabis, it's a completely different animal. Sure. Yeah, I think somebody has also, to come up with. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Daryl. Also, back on what Blake went on on the the doctors writing recommendations. I want everyone to know that the, in the new approach language, there's protections written in to protect the doctors, so they're going to want to write the recommendations. I don't know how it was structured in Illinois, and if they wrote uh, protections for doctors in their law or not. But there is definitely line protections for these doctors to be able to write these recommendations as long as they do it properly. 
It's always dangerous to compare Missouri and Illinois when it comes to anything. Right. It's we're we're all kind of figuring this out. It's maybe one of the advantages we had. Uh, are we the thirty fourth state? Thirty second. Thirty. I thought we were there. Thirty second. Thirty first and thirty second. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's an that's kind of a, an advantage that we had. We we've had an opportunity to look kind of at what works. Ooh, in other show states. me state, buddy. Yeah. yeah they, show a me lot what of people works. showed us, and we went ahead and uh, said, okay, well, we're going to take that out. We're going to put this in, and we're going to. We're the Show Me State Masters of Innovation. How do you think? How do you think our legislation uh, matches up to uh, comparable medical programs in the country, Daryl? It's probably one of the for a starting piece of medical language. It's probably the best in the nation. Yeah, buddy. For a starting piece. I'm, I'm under the impression that, uh, you know, the way it was written was so that it couldn't be changed uh, in Jeff City by a bunch of legislators uh, doing a bunch of, like, we saw it. Uh, I was actually in Springfield, so you're aware of this, when we voted to decriminalize several years ago in the city council, all of a sudden just like, nah, no, we're not going to go for that. Um, I think yeah, that's, that was a great host job, wasn't it? But uh, that's it was, the reason why we are here right now, because that lawsuit, guys, is basically what fund the whole start of this whole thing. Really? Wow. What's up, Queen City? Represent. That's what I'm talking about. Leading the Thank charge, you, baby. Thank for making this happen. That's right. Thanks, Springfield. <laughs> Daryl, uh, give us a uh, – oh, go ahead, Steve. I got one more question for you, Daryl. Um, there were – when we went to Colorado, uh, the testing process, a lot of people who were using cannabis as a hardcore medicine to save their life and get – the right recommended dosage for what they needed. They fi- they found out that the dosaging was sometimes off. What are we doing in Missouri? How does that work? How is our testing for labeling? Well, what I'm hoping is there's a bunch of new technology coming on board to where you guys will be able to even test in your own home and won't have to worry about purple, the lab. Purple? The- purple. You know, you guys knew that was coming. Oh, <laughs> buddy, was that not a spaceship? That thing is awesome. We live in the future. Tell us a little bit about purple. We've talked about it at the conference a little bit, but just just give uh, our listeners out in uh, terrestrial radio land a little taste of what the purple uh, app and uh, little gadget is going to do for them. So basically, what we call a square hockey puck, and it takes basically a sample the size of your pinky fingernail and you drop it on this infrared spectrometer and in about 20 30 seconds you've got your cbd thc content and here you'll also have moisture content also and you're going to know exactly what you have right there staring you right in the face oh man it was i i didn't get to see it in action uh, but I can't wait to see it in action. I think it's going to be uh, – It's. I, I saw uh, some of the data logged in, in John Hunt's app. It's. I mean, this thing is straight out of the future. It's incredible how it works. We'll have my unit here maybe when I get back from Vegas next week, but definitely within two weeks I will have a unit here in Missouri. Are you going out to the, uh, the BizCon out there in, in Vegas? Yep, yep. Oh, man, that's got to have, like, all the latest. That's one thing that's nice about conferences and conventions is all the latest, greatest science space weed stuff that you're going to run into out there. You got, uh, you mean, got any you more? I want to touch on space in a couple of weeks after that so I can let you guys know what I see and run into because I'm definitely going to be looking for the newest and cutting edge stuff. Oh, that's what we're oh this is for. your last time on the show, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, don't you, don't get it twisted, okay, buddy? <laughs> Hey, I want to let you guys know about a couple little things that I'm going to help make happen. Please. Here in Missouri, if you guys don't mind me. No, please do. So basically, as you guys knew, I was the treasurer for patients against Bradshaw Amendment, one of the leading forces against a vote no on three. Basically, what we are going to do with some of the funds that are left over, we're going to start two nonprofits. One for the veterans and one for children with special needs. And we are going to help them get low-cost, affordable access to medicine. Nice. That, wow. that sounds awesome. I love that. That sounds awesome. And there are so many people, man, like we uh, – we met Ashley out at the out at the conference, and I mean, she I, is going to head, she is gonna head up the special needs end. It's, nice. it, I mean, it's, you couldn't put a better person in charge of that. It was 
really moving to see uh, Dr. Sue Sisley all the way in from Arizona, who was dynamite uh, in her speech and everything. How much time she spent uh, when she wasn't, you know, uh, answering questions and everything, just with Ashley, just trying to figure out what she can do to help her and other, you know, parents like her. Um, that was the most magical part of it. Like she was taking care of the kids, not Ashley. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a beautiful thing. And I, you know, we we made a lot of friends. We picked up a lot of uh, followers to the show and everything. And it was amazing how many parents were uh, to see them celebrating on Tuesday night. Was it made all the work worth it? It made it did it, it, you know? And the work was a it was a labor of love. I don't think any of us ever felt. You know, well, maybe Blake did. He was doing kind of a lot there. He was burning it, burning a candle at both ends. But I don't think any of us felt like it was too hard of work because of the reason why we were doing it. It was, it was very motivating to uh, constantly be moving around. You got any more bombshells? Uh, maybe something that uh, anybody is is not thinking about uh, now. That this is past. Any any other news breakers? Hey, what what are the prices going to be? Uh, I hear tell that they're going to be super high when they first come up. Do we have any uh, any thoughts on that? Like. Uh, as far as pricing goes, to comparison to the rest of the country, medicinal? Well, it's going to be just like anything else. It's going to start probably a little higher and then get a little lower. You know, the cultivators, the most expensive price for any pound they sell will probably be the first pounds they sell. Makes sense. Gotcha. Unfortunately, um, you know, supply is going to have, you know, the higher the patient count is going to help us. The more patients that come on board, the lower the prices will be. Awesome. Makes perfect sense. And the, the patient, you know, we can't just sit back and just wait for these rules to come out. They're, the DHSS is going to have some hearings and stuff, guys. There's going to be public input. Don't stay shy. Stay up and keep listening and, and give that input so we get the – there's going to be a lot more rules that they get to set, and we need to help influence them. Makes – yeah, Absolutely. What's uh give give us one one more thing uh, that maybe we're not thinking about uh you know possibly entering the business or entering the you know being as being a patient what's something maybe everybody's overlooking? Oh gosh, you know there's just so much you guys on on, on either end. Um, you know if you're a patient, be you know be patient. We're gonna get your medicine. Um, you know, unfortunately, the the real the the realist of it is you guys are probably going to have your medicine buying it out of a store till it's probably going to be sometime in 2020. Yeah, I think that's a safe. Uh... We're going to really we're going to really rely on the the caregivers and the patients who get to grow for. And there's really nothing in this language either that says we can't share and give away our stuff to other patients possibly too. We'll see what comes up with that because what are you supposed to do with your overage? There's nothing written in this language that says anything about that. That makes, yeah, that's... So why, why, can't, why can't I gift it to my friend here who has a med card and doesn't have any medicine? I'm not selling it to him. That makes perfect sense to me. Uh Celebrate, Daryl. We're celebrating here, man. We're, we're kind of giddy here, brother. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, do you mind, I, and if, if you don't want to uh, cover too much of that again, would you kind of go over that thing again about uh, we have some people that want some clarification. You could possibly have more than six pa- plants. Uh, pants? Six pa- pants, pants, too. Pants. I, don't, I think I only have four. <laughs> but uh, uh, could you possibly have more than six plants uh, it, with, with multiple doctors recommending possibly for multiple symptoms? Absolutely. 100%. You just have to have the two doctor certification and the exact wording is this. Qualifying patients cultivating may possess up to 90 day supply so long as the supply remains in the property. Blah, blah, blah. Any such limit shall not apply to a qualifying patient with written certification from two independent physicians that there are compelling reasons for additional amounts. Very good, what sir. Are those, what is are that, those is that for possession or for growing? That's for growing. Or it doesn't say. If you, so if, you have two, if you have the dual recommendation, you're going to be able to do both. They're going to up your possession and up your plant count. Daryl, I've got uh, we we're, we're up against it, Corey G. 
Uh, we're up against the brother. We cannot thank you enough, but I want to give you an opportunity. There are plenty of people that are looking to enter the business, and it seems like there's a place that they can go right now uh, to, to hook up and, and learn, you know, maybe get hooked up with possible investors, learn what it's going to take with the ins and outs. Plug what you do with Missouri Cannabis Consultants, and, uh, and, and man, we can't thank you enough for coming on. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. And anytime you need me, I'm here for you guys. Mm, appreciate you. Where can they find? Where can they find you? www.missouricanna.com. Uh, Missouri Cannabis Consultants on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, give me a shout. Send me an email. Daryl at missouricanna.com. We're here to help everybody. Daryl, we love you, brother. Thank you so much for your efforts. And we did it, brother. We, we did, did it, it, my we man. We did it. We did it. All, All right. right, buddy. Thanks so brother. much. Thank we'll you, see you around a couple weeks. Yep. Thanks. Daryl Bertrand. Guys, that was amazing. We're going to jump to break. On the other side, we've got spot. we've got a... Uh, I hear oh, there's a we new, got a new little parlor. Is there uh, a commercial? new parlors? All right. Go. <laughs> On the other side of the break, we're gonna we got a little interview Seth and I did earlier this week with Kelly Kennedy, author of uh, Desert Storm Veteran and author of They Fought for Each Other. Uh, stick around. This is Who's Fisk on WGNU nine twenty AM. It's all right.